Hello and welcome to the 365 Talk social media podcast. This week I'm continuing on the conversation that Lucy and I had last week. She is unable to join me this week so I wanted to do the investigation in terms of how brands react on social. I did a poll of 10 different brands that I reached out to. I tried to reach out to others who had their private messages closed, which is a conversation that we had last week in terms of customer service online and how important it is to be there for your customers. Otherwise, they will just go to another business or brand that offers a very similar product. Unfortunately, a business is only ever a DM away. So I wanted to check you through my experience of talking to different brands, if they had bots in place, the customer service vibe that I got. And so this is something that we do internally in terms of auditing potential clients. And so it really opens up the conversation in terms of the way in which you're looking at the customer service you're receiving online if you are a consumer of a product is it good enough basically are they doing enough to keep you a customer and then on the contrary to that if you are a business or business owner or you work within the industry and you're representing a client is what you're doing the most effective way in which you're answering consumer questions and that is ultimately the conversation that we have with so many different clients and brands that we bring on is that they know that they do something whether that's good enough is the question that they ask us or if they're not doing anything at all what can they do and what steps can they put in place to actually make their customer service online the best it can be and so I'm going to just chat you through a really random pool of different brands that I spoke out to the last week to just see how they reacted and the way in which I was treated as a customer so I'll give you context before I share the questions because I wasn't just sending like stupid questions in I was trying to like create context so that they could actually come back to me with an answer that would answer my question just try to make it super simple and the brands I picked out at random of course there's none that we represent otherwise we were just blowing our own trumpet so we wanted to just make sure that this pool was totally random and I just based it on the top 10 brands that I reached out to were ones I just saw in one way or another whether that's I have a product of theirs in my house or I saw an advert on their Facebook something like that that helped me identify them as somewhat random but of course they're going to be relative to me as a consumer and that helps me give context when I give this conversation so that's what I'm going to be doing today so so there were a lot of brands who had their private messages closed off which is such a big no-no honestly you're missing so many questions from consumers and even if you have your separate customer service line which is what we chatted about last week it's just like people don't know that off initial glance you need to make it very obvious if that is the case so I'm going to give you context in terms of the ones I reached out to and there wasn't an option to message those I messaged that I received a bot response and those I messaged and I got a customer service response and I think you're going to be really shocked at the level of actual personalization that I received within this random pool of brands that are relevant to me so let's just start off I tried to contact ASOS on Facebook these are all done on Facebook because I just found that that was an easier way to monitor this process and bots are more common on Facebook so it really helps to identify that conversation from a brand perspective so ASOS they had their private messages closed on Facebook which is again really disappointing I know that on Twitter they have a separate customer service account but you also cannot message them directly on Twitter which is forcing people to put their complaints or concerns public which as a brand typically is something you want to avoid you want to make sure that those types of conversations are going on in the private domain not the public H&M was the same there wasn't an option to message them and personally I had that same experience I chatted about last week about not being able to message them on Twitter either 
because of the fact they had their separate customer service account like ASOS but it's just frustrating because I wanted to reach out to them and resolve the problem and it was just like much more complicated than it needed to be and also last week we chatted about is that the most efficient in terms of operationally to have a separate customer service channel so again we really do find it interesting hearing what your thoughts are and if you agree with us but that's definitely how we stood so the next one to actually get back to me was Just Eat. So I took on this persona that I was on holiday in Cornwall because then I could ask brands very similar questions and that will become apparent as I get onto this episode. So with Just Eat, I wanted to ask them what takeaways they were available in my area or something like that. I know that I could have just used the app, but these are the types of questions that are very, very common when we look at our customer service is that even though people could find the information out, it's much easier sometimes to just message a Facebook page and ask. So I asked Justy what restaurants were available in Truro in Cornwall. I think that for some reason I had like half a Christmas in my mind. So ignore that context. So they actually just got back to me and just, it was a bot response and it said, here's some of the hottest places to choose from in my postcode and then listed some of the highly rated restaurants. And then there, it said, want to keep browsing, just pick any option below to change up the menu. So then I could have chosen different things to have got the conversation hopefully to where I wanted it to be. But that wasn't the case because I asked them specifically if I could be notified on what was available in the area I was visiting as opposed to the area that is connected to my Just Eat app. I've just found that very strange that there wasn't that option to just have that conversation and they never followed that up either. So I don't think that this is a monitored chat line. I think that their bots totally direct their conversations in the private domain which I guess generally from a Just Eat perspective, it might make sense because surely you would just put your postcode in the app and people are so used to ordering that way. But there are always situations that requires a human response and I just couldn't get that using this. And it was just frustrating to me because surely again, if I was away and Just Eat didn't reply, but I could ask another delivery service or Uber Eats or something like that, and they got back to me, would that have opened up the conversation if I just ditched Just Eat because they didn't actually answer my question? That's what we want to make sure people have in their mind, that even though bots, some people think are time effective, they're not. They are so frustrating, especially from a complaint perspective. Customers lose their rag when they cannot just speak to a human and get a human response. Bots do not understand empathy, do not understand frustration, and even just general context of customer service, they're just not they're just not good. And we will go into another episode about that just in more depth because we have had so many clients that have either had bots set up and thought they were amazing or people that have come to us and said, oh, I was considering a bot. What do you think? And we've just been like, oh gosh, no. So um, yeah, we will open up that conversation. So if there's any questions you'd like us, you'd like us to answer regarding bots, let us know as well because we want to make sure that the information we're sharing isn't just our own opinion, but also provides like industry insight and expectation from consumers really so justy i was not impressed <laughs> to be honest um and they also just shared like the highest rated restaurant which again isn't too relevant to me so yeah i it just wasn't personal enough and then next up i messaged xbox and xbox got back to me and just 
with an auto reply, didn't reply any further and just put, hi Amy, thank you for contacting us. This is an automated response, but if your message is regarding technical support, please visit then their website for technical support to visit the official support resource page. Thanks, Xbox. So they didn't read my message. <laughs> they didn't answer my question. And they also just tried to direct me to their website, but there was no personalization. They did not look at what I was trying to ask. So in terms of trying to ask, I was just asking when their new console is likely to be re-released in a Curry's near me or something like that. And there was just no personalization at all with their response. So again, for me, that just gives the impression that that is auto set up for everyone. But if someone has a question that isn't technical support and that website is not appropriate for them, what is going on there? That was just like really frustrating. And again, from these bigger brands, you expect so much more and you're gonna lose so much brand loyalty because people aren't able to have a conversation with you on social media, which is the expectation in these days. Next up was PlayStation UK and I had no option to message them. Tried to message Zoopla, no option to message. Nike, I tried to message, but there was no option to message. And B&Q, so these were, this was a good example to be honest. So can you see a trend though? So many brands have their DMs or their private messages shut off. And I'm so surprised. I did not realize that it was as common as it was until I've had a look into it. So yeah, very surprised about all of those no option to message to be honest. But being q I asked where my nearest store was in relation to my postcode. And someone got back to me called Lauren shout out to Lauren. <laughs> and she basically just let me know very quickly. It was a fast response. The address of my nearest B&Q store with a postcode as well. Should I want to put that into my car sat nav? And I just said, thanks Lauren in response. And she put, no worries, have a lovely day. And that is how customer service should be. Answer the question. And she had the final word in terms of wishing me a, a nice day or having a nice pleasant treat at the end of a conversation. There was no need for me to then go on anymore because I felt satisfied with my answer and also satisfied with the customer service I received. So shout out to B&Q, they did that really well. And like I said, it was a very fast response. We've got a couple of brands that still had their messages closed. So Asda, I then tried, there was no option to message them directly on Facebook, which again is surprising because surely people would have a lot more concerns about product or deliveries or there's a lot that could go wrong in an Asda I feel that would warrant them having it open but then I guess that's the same for every brand to be honest. Primark again no option to message. Now next up was Cadbury's and I went in asking about the orange 12 because I still haven't tried one and I really want to try one. So I basically wanted to ask where the orange 12 was available in relation to my postcode. However they just had a bot so the whole experience was bot-like to the point I actually just gave up. You had to press the get started button, which is quite common. And then it came up with, hi, I'm Cadbury's virtual assistant available 24 seven. I'm here to answer questions all around all things chocolate. And if you want, I can help with product information, nutrition, samples and more. Let's get started, select an option below. There's tons of different options then. So you could look for a product, order online. So I clicked looking for a product or product availability because I'm trying to find this orange 12, you know, this bot put, unfortunately we can't give you an exact location for each product, but I'm sure your favorite Cadbury's isn't too far away. Most of our products can be found in major supermarket retailers, news agents and independent stores across the UK and Ireland. So then I click the option of hard to find because I know that the orange 12 is subject to only specific stores and I don't know what those stores are in relation to me, which is what I was trying to find out. And then they came back saying, if there's a product you can no longer find, there's a good chance it's all gone. 
Some of our main discontinued products are listed below, but you never know, they may be coming back someday. And I was just like, at this point, like, that is not what I asked. <laughs> so then it said at the end then, it concluded that it thought it had answered my message. And it put, how did I do? Would you use my service again? And I just put, I think not. <laughs> that was an option as well. So yeah, that was a disaster. Not even an option to ask my question. It just took ages to get to this point where my question wasn't answered, so I gave up. So again, if I'm getting fed up, can you imagine what other people are doing if they're looking for a specific inquiry or, you know, just wanna speak to someone? I know it can take a lot of resource and I think that this is where people get quite overwhelmed because customer service online is, to be honest, more demanding than in a store because it's like 24 seven, it is like constant and people are a lot more confident online, I think one for the better word than in a store. But I definitely think that needs to be, like there needs to be more done for these brands that aren't having that response online. It should be an expectation. Everyone expects it, everyone does want to speak to a brand in that way. So yeah, that's just super frustrating, especially from Cadbury's. Like Cadbury's are my favorite chocolate brand, but could they put me off by their poor customer service? You know, perhaps. So next up I asked GHD. So this was particularly interesting because I have a huge like passion in hair care. And so I asked a question that I kind of knew the answer to, which I know is frustrating for brands, but I was really curious to see how they would actually tailor this response and needless to say I did not get the response that I expected so I reached out to GHD and I just put hi there I'm having difficulty with the curls using my GHD curler lasting on my hair are there any techniques or products you'd recommend to help the longevity now this is a question that opens up so much opportunity for upsell so they could recommend their hairspray they could recommend different techniques or if they have youtube tutorials on how to use a product specifically because they're not asking me how i've used it and so i could be using it incorrectly or i could not be using the appropriate products to help enhance the curls on my hair it's kind of very specific but obviously if you're representing that brand i knew that this could open up that pool of questions of recommending me stuff that would end up in a positive conversation so if we were that brand we would ask a few questions perhaps about the hair type or the hair texture and find out a little bit more about the way in which they are using it so for example i would then go back and say ask more questions about how they're using it this tutorial you know shows how to use that particular styler they haven't asked which styler i'm using you know you could then share a video because they have tons on their youtube channel so you could then share that and then if i were to go back and confirm that yeah i'm doing it that way but they just drop out then they could recommend their products so they have you know hairsprays styling tools um you know styling mists all things like that that do help the longevity of curls in your hair however instead of that <laughs> I got this message. It just says, hi Amy, I'm so sorry to hear that you're having difficulties with your GHD product. Please contact our customer quality team and gave the email and a member of the team will be happy to assist you. Thanks, GHD. And so again, there was just no concern in terms of the question I asked, but one of the biggest social media no-nos is directing people away from social media to have the self-same conversation. It's again, so frustrating and it presumes people will then take that step because so many people will not, they will just not bother and think, right, I'm just like, I can't be bothered. I'm not gonna bother with the brand. You need to make it so easy for your customers. And that could have been a really positive conversation in terms of you know, them providing product information to me, 
education resources to me they could have you know used trackable links so they could have then gone and seen if i have clicked on the link if i have then purchased from the link you know community management is measurable in that way but there was just no desire to find out any more from the surface level of my interaction and again i found that quite disappointing because there is so much potential in that conversation like genuinely if we receive that kind of comment from a brand from our point of view it's like music to our ears because we're here to help and we're able to provide that next level customer service that would be the same as if I went into a store so if I went into a store that sold GHDs for example and I was having difficulty their team there would most likely kind of show me how to do it or recommend different products so why is that not being replicated online very frustrating but yeah unfortunately GHD did not leave me too happy um next up was McDonald's you know everyone's kind of pool of interesting brands and always ends up to McDonald's um and again I took on the dialogue that I was on holiday in Truro in Cornwall and wondered where my nearest restaurant was and again they kind of like just said you can enter your location on this website and it will tell you where your closest restaurant is have a good holiday so I just put thanks um again direct me away from social they could have just let me know. They could have done that process for me to then conclude that in the conversation. Not the end of the world because, you know, like you can just find out where that is and then you could always like zoom in on the interactive map and work out like where you want to visit. But again, you just kind of miss a trick there by directing people away from social, not answering that inquiry within the chat. Again, people just don't have that, I guess, attention span anymore. Like there is an expectation that you will help them answer their query and they just didn't really do that. So next up was Boots and again, asked the same question where the nearest store was in relation to my holiday in Truro in Cornwall. And they provided the name of the two stores there um, and then also said you can use our store locator to find stores in the area in the future. So they still answered my question. That would have been a better way for McDonald's to have done that. Um, so I don't mind the fact that that link is in there, even though they've answered my question because that doesn't matter too much. But then strangely, I did get like an automated response after from a bot but it was after they answered my question very strange don't know what was going on there um, and then the last company that I didn't have much success with in fact they still haven't replied to my message and I sent this Tuesday of last week and obviously it's quite a long while away since and so I messaged the Yankee Candle Company because I am on the hunt for a new candle of course so I asked them to recommend me something from their line I like citrus fragrances and looking for a new scent for the summer I'd love a recommendation no reply from Yankee Candle <laughs> again in that instance if you're not going to go back to your customers then have your private messages off and set that expectation because again with like things like candles I can just jump onto another candle company and they'll probably answer my query. And to be honest, I've had a lot of personal success in terms of smaller businesses coming back to me a lot quicker, like on a personal level, when I've inquired about different gifts and like recommendations for people. So, so that was a pool of brands that I decided to reach out to and just understand their idea of customer service online. And of all of those, of the 10 I reached out to successfully that had their messages open, I felt like only B&Q really, and Boots to be fair, answered my question in a way that I was happy with. The rest was not how you should do customer service online. It was not an effective community management strategy. So yeah, I think that there's a huge hole in a lot of brands that 
still don't understand the need for high quality customer service online to prevent your customers from feeling detached from you. So that's really important. I hope that this has provided a bit of further insight in terms of the way in which different brands operate online and the importance of actually providing that stellar customer service that keeps customers happy and coming back to you. So that's all from today's episode. I hope you found it insightful. Please do let us know if there's any other topics you'd like us to discuss going forward. But that's all from us this week and I'll speak to you guys soon. Cheers. Bye.